there. Welcome to the Reading Project Podcast, where I help you build stronger readers one episode at a time. I'm Ashley, and you're Reading Tutor. My experience as an online tutor, classroom teacher, and the mother of a reluctant reader has allowed me to bring a fun and effective approach to building stronger and more confident readers. I created the Reading Project after working with dozens of families in my business that needed support in helping their readers at home. I want parents and caregivers to know that you don't have to be a teacher to help your struggling reader. I'm here to help with book suggestions, homework tips and tricks, tools and ideas for tackling reading, writing, and spelling work at home. I am on a mission to help you develop a culture of literacy and a love of stories with your children. Let's do it. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Reading Project Podcast. I'm so excited you're here with me today. I'm your host, Ashley, and your reading tutor. And today we're going to talk about independent reading and how and why you should work with your child to develop this habit. So before we dive in, I would love it if you would take a minute to head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. The reviews really help people like yourself find the Reading Project podcast where they can get inspiration, support, and encouragement for supporting their children at home. I would also love to say hi and know you're listening. So if you're listening today to this episode, it would be wonderful if you would take a screenshot and then share it to your story on Instagram. Don't forget to tag me at your reading tutor and tell me your takeaways from today or your favorite episode. Okay, let's dive in. So independent reading. We need to help our children develop an independent reading habit. So what do I mean when I say independent reading? Well, it's pretty clear, I think, that independent reading means your child is reading on their own, right, by themselves. It's a passage, a book, a magazine, whatever they're comfortable reading with really no assistance from you. They are doing it independently, and they, they don't, they're not always asking you for help. What's this word say? What does this mean, right? They're able to sit and read independently. There's a strong connection between independent reading and reading excellence, because children who read independently are just stronger readers overall, and then will read more and develop that reading habit. So it's important to help children develop this skill. And the reason I say skill is because it's not something that comes naturally to every student. Not every child is going to just on their own, start doing independent reading by choice. It is a skill or a habit that we as parents and caregivers, we need to help them develop. I can say from personal experience, the more your child develops that habit of reading every day and and for longer amounts of time, the more they're going to read overall. And the more that child reads and practices their reading skills, the better they are going to become at reading. The more a child reads, the more knowledge they are going to learn about, right? The more They get to see different kinds of language. They get to see the way words are spelled and the way our language works and the way it's used. And it gives them opportunities to learn new vocabulary and to talk about books with you. So today I'm going to give you a couple of tips that you can do at home to help your child develop an independent reading habit. And I would also encourage you to take a minute after this and go back and listen to last week's episode about choosing a just right book. It's really important for your child to have a just right book when they are doing their independent reading. That's a book that they're comfortable reading on their own. It's not too hard. It could be even a little easy or just right, but they're comfortable reading it on their own. 
So make sure you go back and listen to last week's episode, episode 20, where I talk about how you can help your child find a just right book, because that's my first tip in making sure that your child develops this independent reading habit is that they are reading a book that is not too difficult. You also want to make sure you're helping them find books that they enjoy and that they're curious about. This could be on a specific topic that's really interesting to them. Maybe you get them hooked into reading a series or they have a favorite author, but make sure that they really have a lot of choice in what they're reading at home during their independent reading time. They can choose what they read and I would let them choose where they read too. Let them sit in their room, let them sit outside or help them set up a cozy little book nook. I'm actually gonna make sure that I put the link in the show notes to my free guide for setting up a book nook in your home. I've included checklists, um, a planning sheet, book rotation guidelines, really everything you need to help you set up a little cozy book nook for them. And the nice thing about my guide is that I've created it around using, trying to use what you have in your house. So it's low cost or no cost to you, depending what you already have. All right. So you've got your little space for them to read. They pick something out. They know where they're going to read. It's also important to include lots and lots of different books and all different kinds of materials and genres, right? So fiction, nonfiction, magazines, poetry, because you just never know what your child is going to get really excited about. So you want to make sure that you give them choices and give them lots of different kinds of books and reading materials that they can explore. And this could take some time, okay? So like a lot of things in parenting, it doesn't happen overnight, right? I mean, I know we often wish that it would, but this is just like any other thing that you are having to teach your child. It could take some time and it's different for each student. Probably, I would say just from personal experience working with my son, it took us about a year of exposing him to lots of different kinds of books, letting him listen to books on Audible, reading out loud to him consistently, bringing him to the library, letting him buy books from the bookstore, just consistently showing him that this was important and we are going to stick with it and stick with you until you figure out what you want to read about. And I'll say, it's, it's so wild to me. Today, I found him reading, you know, I catch him reading all the time now. And he's constantly asking me to read him a chapter, finish this book with me. And then he asked for the next book in the bad guy series. He's reading the bad guy series right now. And he, he actually got some book money for his birthday and asked if we could just buy the rest of the series. <laughs> so he's on like book five and there are 12 books and we use some of his book money from his birthday to just purchase the, the whole rest of the series for him. So we'll see how long that keeps him set, but that has been a long time coming. I'm, I'm not lying when I say probably a year of working with him and just, you know, not putting my own assumptions about how he should be reading or when he should be reading, but just meeting him where he was and working with him to get him to the point where he's now an independent reader. So another thing you should do is to make time for independent reading in your schedule for both your children and yourself. So as you're shifting into your summer schedule and your summer routine, things might be a little bit more relaxed. Make sure you set aside 15 or 20 minutes a day for independent reading and really let them choose whatever they want to read during this time, because you're trying to make it fun. You're trying to make it accessible to them and not make it feel like school. You don't want to be assigning the reading during this time. 
So let them choose, even if you hate what they choose, just bite your tongue, right? If they've read Dogman for the hundredth time and you're wishing, you know, in your head, you're thinking, oh my gosh, not Dogman again, pick something else. You know, think what you want in your head, but don't say it out loud <laughs> because we want them to choose what they're reading and be excited about it. That's the most important thing. And then lead by example and sit down with them and also read. And this might make you feel like a little, maybe it's a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but it's a great way to model for them that reading is important to you. I know some of you might be thinking, oh, there's no way I can do this. There's no way I can set up this routine, but you can. And don't beat yourself up if it doesn't happen right away or you feel like it's taking too long to work up to 20 minutes. I mean, we are in phase, we go in phases at my house where we're really consistent with the daytime independent reading. And then something comes up, our schedule changes, and we shift out of that and we just start reading at night again. But the more we do independent reading, the more our kids are going to become better readers. So it's really important. And right now I mentioned my son, Michael, is really a reader at this point. He's reading on his own during the day. So at all kinds of various times, and he almost always has an audiobook with him that he's listening to. So I don't have to teach him that habit anymore, right? I feel like we have been successful and he, it is now instilled in him that reading every day is important to us and he is doing it on his own. So it takes time though. And my daughter is not a reader yet. So she's only five and we are still just talking about letters and letter sounds and sight words and, and sort of building that, just weaving it into our day, I should say. After you've had your independent reading time, try to incorporate and encourage discussion around the books that you've just read. So talk to them about what happened in the book and what they've learned. Ask them what questions they have. You know, especially if they're reading nonfiction, they might have a lot of questions and they might want to move into another nonfiction book. You can talk to them about what the characters did and why. And this is really important because questioning is a reading skill that's important in school also. And it's a reading strategy that lots of teachers are encouraging, right? We want kids to stop and think about what they're reading and ask questions. Probably they even are used to like using sticky notes and writing their questions down or vocabulary words. If this is something they like doing, definitely let them do it at home, but I wouldn't push it at home if it's hard for them. So if you're thinking right now, well, there's no way my child is going to sit and read for 20 minutes. <laughs> That's okay. I've been there. You don't have to start with 20 minutes. Start with five minutes, right? And make sure you have a conversation with your children about why independent reading is important and that they get to choose what they want to read and where they're going to read. But you're going to set a timer and you're going to work your way up to 20 minutes. And I think you'll find you'll get there faster than you think. This is also a really good opportunity to use some kind of reading reward system. So I actually have a free digital download. I'm going to make sure to include that link in the show notes. It's my signature three-step reading reward system. And it has two different charts where you can track your reading stamina on one. So building your reading habit, like how long you can read for. And then the other chart is for daily reading. So you can pick which one works better for your family. You could also use some other kind of accountability system or even assigning a reading log, but it's just a good way to keep track of what you're doing. It's a great opportunity to provide some accountability, set some goals, and just to keep track of your reading over the summer to help you work towards that 20 minutes of daily reading. 
you know, your kids might not feel on board right away. And if you've listened to some of my other episodes or followed me on social media, you know that we've used a lot of different incentives with our son over the year to encourage him. Even things like paying, right? we've given him like 50 cents for every book he reads. There was a period of time where he could earn screen time, right? When he would read five days in a row every day, he could earn an extra 30 minutes of screen time. So I'm all about making it work for your family. And every family is different. Don't make it feel like school. Make it feel like home. What is going to work for you? And the whole point is to make it fun, make it so that your children know it's important and that you're working towards developing the independent reading habit. Because the more they read, then the better reader they become. And the better reader they become, the more they're going to enjoy reading, right? There's so many more books they can read when they are a stronger, confident reader. And that gives them opportunities to develop their vocabulary, talk about and think about all different kinds of texts and passages and just learn, right? As kids grow up and they go through school, there's all kinds of times when they're going to have to read to learn. It's super, it's super, super important. Okay. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would love it if you would take a minute, head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review so that I know you're here. I know you're listening and let me know what you're loving about the episode. It really helps more people find the Reading Project podcast. I would love it if you would take a screenshot, let me know you're listening, say hi on Instagram so I can say hi back. It seriously makes my day to know you're out there listening. Okay, until next time, keep reading. Thanks so much for listening. And if you know anyone who might be interested in joining us and listening in on my podcast, I would love for you to share it. And I'd also love to connect with you on social. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. All my links are in the show notes. Make sure you head over to my website at www.yourreadingtutor.com to sign up for my newsletter so you'll be notified when new episodes come out and any new promotions or services that I'm offering. You can also find my free signature three-step reading reward system on my website. You'll be able to download it and just get started right away, helping your struggling reader to reach their potential. Keep reading. See you next time.